0: do you hate your job of course you do so do liz and noah now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job
1: when can i quit my job episode one Hello, and welcome to our inaugural episode of When Can I Quit My Job? I'm here with my lovely wife, Liz. Liz, say hello. Hi. (laughs) And uh, today we're kind of going to be just laying out what our idea behind this podcast is, what to expect, and then we'll probably get into a brief discussion of maybe a couple light topics towards the end. So, um, first off... Uh, This is a podcast, uh, it's our idea to kind of spread some of the things we've learned in our strategies um, because we have what we call our soul-crushing jobs that uh, we each don't want to go to anymore, ever again. Um,
0: Hence the name of this podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we are not there yet. We are mid-journey and... Something we thought would be helpful that um, I find difficult to find when I'm looking through podcasts and things like that is people who are not there yet sharing their struggles and how they uh, improve and and make their way towards their goals. So that's kind of a different idea that we have for this podcast that you know we're sharing our failures and successes, as they happen instead of in hindsight. And we're also gonna get a lot more specific than probably you're used to Um, with numbers, deals we're doing, you know, including salaries and goals and things like that. So something you're probably not gonna find Anywhere else. All
0: the nitty-gritty details. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So That was
0: really good. Off the cuff. Oh, right? exactly, good. yeah.
1: <laughs> good job, Nella. <Noah. laughs> good job, Liz. Uh, so um, two. there's two really key areas that I think we're going to end up spending a lot of time on that kind of differentiate us. There's. I haven't found a lot of people that have these two areas overlap. Um, And one of them is called IBC or the infinite banking concept. Um, And then the other is an investing strategy that we have uh, in real estate that is basically um, investing in raw land. And really, it's flipping uh, if you get right down to it. Um, Those will kind of be our key focuses. Those are like the two largest areas of our focus um that are at this point we think are going to get us where we're trying to go which is to have
0: quit our jobs,
1: quit our jobs <laughs> and have that sustain us um you know financial independence where we have more passive income mm-hmm. each month than our expenses so um i don't know do you want me to go first or do you want to go first as far as just like a brief who we are, where we are kind of thing? Maybe I'll,
0: I'll go second.
1: Okay. So a real brief, um, kind of about me. Um, well, if I meant, we are in Northeast Indiana, um, in a place in a city called Fort Wayne. It's a growing city with really low cost of living. And I went, went to school here and I graduated from, uh, a university in Indiana, not really important where, but, um, not a lot of school debt. I think when I graduated, I might've had around $25,000 of school debt and maybe we'll make an episode about that. Um, and then my degree was in fine arts, um, which landed me all kinds of great jobs like um working in retail and selling cell phones and uh working in admissions (laughs) at a college uh university and now i am what most people would refer to as a mailman so i worked for yes
0: yes in the common vernacular you're right right in in
1: the common tongue um so yeah i work for the united states post office and i deliver mails i'm a city letter carrier um and I'm getting ready in March. I'll get a raise to making just over forty-five thousand dollars a year. Uh, and as I said, we'll probably get into details more about it later. But for a while, we were aggressively paying off our school debt, so that's pretty low now. Um, we had almost a combined uh, fifty thousand when we met, um, and so that's where I am professionally, if you want to call it that. Uh, are
0: we going over personal, like, details at all, like family?
1: That's good enough for now, I think. That's kind of okay. where we are, uh, or where I am, you know. That's my my background, fine arts bachelor's degree, and I work for the post office.
0: All right.
1: And how about you, my yeah. lovely wife?
0: Um. I like that. You should just always refer to me in that way. Oh, I thought I did. Um, uh (laughs) (laughs) So um, I guess I'll echo that. Um, I grew up in the Midwest, um, mostly in a really small town, um, Huntington, Indiana, or I guess I say it slurred together, but it's Huntington, Indiana, (laughs) um, which is just southwest of Fort Wayne. And then I went to school also for fine arts um, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and then have been living there here ever since. Um, also got tons of lucrative jobs like retail, admissions, kind of kind of great stuff there. Um, currently looking for another soul crush. Oh my gosh, soul crushing job. <laughs> We're leaving um, that in. Oh, thanks. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) And um, was just working a couple of retail jobs over the holidays. Um, So that's where I am. I guess I have another little side hustle as well, um, which is called Wandering Rosebuds. And that's selling clothing and accessories. Um, A lot of it, well, I guess it's a mix of vintage like treasures that we find while we thrift shop but then also some um wholesale items that we then resell so me and my sister do that and um so i don't really know how much money i make right now (laughs) (laughs) it is not a lot
1: (laughs) and for wandering rosebuds if you're curious that maybe we can uh once we get things up and running include some links to the instagram and facebook pages for all that it's mostly physical pop-up shops but there's a a bit of a, an online element to that as well um, um and same same with our land business we do have a um we do have a web page for that as well uh with do the
0: plug do what the is plug. it
1: it's it's libertylandsusa.com it's beautiful. uh it's pretty nice site i Built it myself on Wix, so um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's kind of where we are right now. Uh, I would say.
0: Oh, should well we rent here in Fort Wayne? Oh, We'll right. go into that in another episode. That'll as well, probably be another episode. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more of a picture of us as a couple yeah. and no kids, full time. Mm-hmm. But
1: we have a we have a daughter. Every other weekend. (laughs) So So um, that's
0: kind of like our little family mm -hmm. and a fat cat. I'll probably talk about her (laughs) a little bit. Not a lot. Not a lot. I promise. Not a lot.
1: I won't let it go on too long. Um, So I would say, so I think this, our current journey for me anyway, started um, at my current job at the post office. Um, I think we've both kind of been on a positive mental attitude kind of um, mindset focus journey for a little while, but it didn't really take any clear form for our first few years together. And um, when I started working at the post office, uh, at first when I was learning, uh, I was listening to music because we're kind of autonomous. We're out by ourselves all day. And if you don't listen to something, you'll probably go insane. So uh, at first I started listening to music, then I started listening to podcasts and then audiobooks. books. Um, and, and through those routes, I, through curiosity, I, I found different things that really interested me in all kinds of different areas. But one of them was really, um, actually kind of started like with the economy and then um, different Kind of financial things started to interest me a little bit.
0: Well, and you had a friend talk to you about podcasts too, because true. true it yeah. wasn't on your radar. Mm-hmm. It was just music,
1: for right? A
0: while because of course that's a natural thing, but right? After hours upon hours every day. um I think it was your friend Mike.
1: It was yeah, yeah. in Indy. Yep,
0: yeah. and he he recommended I think the app. I don't know if you still use yeah. the same one. Yeah. Yep.
1: He um, recommended Podcast ad- Addict. On Android, which is still what I use, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of, um, and he snowballed. recommended he recommended yeah. Joe Rogan, um, who I might even have a full episode about Joe Rogan at some <laughs> point, maybe a bonus episode or something. But he kind of in, introduced me to a handful of people who led me down some some rabbit holes. Kind of ended up where I am today, but that's another story. Um, so, but I listened to an episode. Um, of the Tom Woods show. Uh, and and keep in mind uh, behind this we've had uh, an entrepreneurial type spirit for quite a while. We've had different ideas, never really put the time and effort in to, to follow through and see them to fruition. but you know we've had ideas about um,
0: we're creative. yeah, we're creatives. Yeah, like idea people. You more than me, but I mean, yeah, you more than
1: most though as well. Oh, so yeah.
0: (laughs) But but yeah, I I think yeah. I'm just echoing what you're saying that we get a a lot of ideas a lot of the time that pop up in our heads, like. All kinds of random things. We can probably talk about that on a separate episode. Like,
1: Plus, we're both super smart and conceited. And like, <laughs> anytime we see someone doing something, we're like, we could probably do that better than them.
0: Um, <laughs> we're very humble.
1: Yes, obviously. We're the most humble people you'll ever meet. Um, that's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> so we've had like ideas about a t-shirt business. I've had, actually, ideas about different podcasts and things. Um, but the one that we're doing jointly now we have been consistent with it for over a year and
0: yay, one year anniversary
1: (laughs) and you'll get to see what that means as far as um monetarily like what kind of impact that's had on our finances and everything like that which at this point is not what i had projected or expected but it's it's still promising and i work with lots of people who do what i do and I see the potential, and I I know it can be done. And really, the only thing we have to do to make it happen is to keep doing it. Um, so, um, so I listened to this episode of Tom Woods, who is um, I I listen to his podcast a lot, and I really like his podcast. And he had a person on there whose name was Hunter S. Thompson, um, not the writer, which confused me. Um, He is a refers to himself as a cash flow investor, and it was kind of the first time I was introduced to the idea of cash cash flow investing. And like that day, I knew that's what we should be doing with our money because I had um, invested. We had both invested quite a bit into Roth IRAs and everything like that, the tr- traditional kind of play the market invest and save for retirement Um, before i was introduced even to the idea of cash flow investing and building your incoming assets to greater than your outgoing expenses rather than building up a lump sum of money to retire with Uh, and that kind of led me down a rabbit hole going into um, i quickly decided i i believed that real estate was probably the best most reliable uh, way to achieve what I was looking for. And, um, and I'll get into the specifics of that at a later point, but.
0: And I think it would make sense to talk about the difference between what we used to do, like you said, with the Roth IRAs paying down debt, all of that to now what we do and like our strategies. So I think we'll go into a significant amount of detail
1: yeah yeah
0: on that um yeah moving forward
1: yeah yeah there's so many things even in the five minutes of stuff we've been talking about here that could each be an hour-long episode that i think would provide a lot of value so you know i'm trying to give broad strokes here just to kind of paint a picture of where we are and everything so you know why to keep listening but um Without going down any rabbit holes too far, because we have a lot of ideas about what we should give lots of detail to to kind of help others who might be in our situation or who might want the same things we want to move their careers in a different way. So they're in charge of their own time, which is one of our main motivations. So I don't, do you have, I don't know if we've discussed this specifically or at least recently, like, your main motivations like if if everything went perfectly and this our, our ventures that we have right now we're bringing in you know and our number right now is pretty low we really only need to bring in like I'd say six thousand dollars a month um after taxes and that would be enough for us to quit our jobs uh just to give you an idea of cost of living which is really good here in Fort Wayne but so say our Current ventures, we're doing that and bringing in six thousand dollars a month. What is the best thing you're gonna get gained from that as opposed to what we're doing now with our jobs?
0: Well, I don't know, in some ways, the I wouldn't say I'm a really competitive person, but I think we kind of both pride ourselves on oh, like a uniqueness, um, Mm -hmm. and and doing things a little differently so it would kind of be really satisfying to have that like to prove that and quit our jobs when it's time to quit our jobs so that we can say we did it um Mm -hmm. because who's not to say that i don't know maybe we can do it and it's for whatever reason we hate it (laughs) right go back to work i mean we won't know that till we get there right i mean um but, yeah, I think we kind of like that uh, that little bit of novelty, um, I, don't, I don't know, mentality about us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, with random things we've done, even with, like, travel, which we might talk about. Well, I know we'll talk about in future episodes. Um, but, like, as far as um, even, like, our families go, when you look at us, like, compared to my siblings or your siblings, mm-hmm. I think... It's our unique stake in the ground that we want to prove we can do it. And, okay. I mean, I think it's been a goal for a while for us to work for ourselves and be our own bosses.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, obviously, if we're able to do that, <laughs> then that would be awesome. I don't Does yeah. that answer your question?
1: Kind yeah, of, I or? think so. I guess, yes, so, in a sense, I guess what on a day-to-day basis basis do you see being your biggest motivating factor like change from right now to our perfect world what's your biggest motivator
0: i mean i think a lot of what we talk about is the freedom to control our time Mm -hmm. so
1: that might be my number one
0: yeah okay but i didn't know for you yeah no i mean i think i think about that now um and with the financial comforts of it so like Now, obviously, since I don't have a full-time job, I have time, but it doesn't always feel like freedom or free time Mm -hmm.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, because of that stress of, like, of not just being totally financially stable at the moment. But then on the flip side, when you do have a full-time job and you might have the money, then your time is being controlled. So you can't, at least in what we do. I mean,
1: there's jobs
0: out there. Or people that have jobs that have a lot more flexibility. But, I mean, at least right now, we don't have that. Like, you have -hmm. to be up in the morning, Mm -hmm. rain or sleet or snow, (laughs) to get to the post office to work. So you can't just Mm -hmm. decide you're going to go in at 9 a.m. that morning. Right. Um,
1: And I have a lovely 40-minute commute at the beginning and end of every day.
0: mm -hmm.
1: Which I know is not as bad as other people, but I still hate it.
0: So yeah, I mean, that's like the main difference is that we can make that choice, but with like the confidence of it's financially, it won't be a struggle to do right.
1: that, Right.
0: to start work at nine or 10 o'clock or like just work all evening or whatever, like right. just to have that control Okay. or time off too. So just as like a side note, we're trying to figure out if we can go to a conference in... February, Mm -hmm. Um, so we're still working out the details on if that's going to be feasible, but
1: time is an
0: issue for that.
1: It's a Grant Cardone 10x Growth Con, if you're curious. (laughs) We'll probably, (laughs) might be over by the time we get this posted, but that's what we're trying to go to.
0: So, we're trying to figure out, like, cost-wise, it can be super effective, or I mean super affordable, to fly out on, like, a Tuesday But, like, we only need to be at the conference from Friday to Sunday. So, I mean, that's time off of work. That's But, like, if we're, Mm -hmm. if you know, fast forward to, you know, our future selves where we're self-employed, that wouldn't be a big deal. We could just go. And we could get the cheaper tickets, and we're not trying to take off of work.
1: Well, ideally, we'd get the tickets. We have an airport in our city that we never use because the tickets are, like, twice as much. So... You know, in an ideal world, we'd be flying out of there.
0: <laughs> well, even still, even with that, even I'm saying even yeah. with that one, right? Like tickets, it works the same way. It's cheaper if you're maybe able to go on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, right? Or a Thursday or something. Like, but they have very specific times for those affordable tickets, right? So, right. Anyway, that's just like an actual example of something where I envision like future us not having to worry about that. Because we don't need to worry about requesting time off. Right.
1: Or Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, for me it's the same. Like a lot of it's just control of our time. Not like I'm not a morning person. I don't want to wake up at five fifty AM every day and
0: Which is true. That's when he wakes up. That's
1: <laughs> yeah, It pro- could
0: be worse for considering he has a forty minute commute. Yeah. Yeah. But...
1: And um yeah, just I mean, it's really just more control over our own lives and Um, Because we live in Fort Wayne, at least at the moment, um, that is really good for us doing what we're trying to do because that means the income we have to create um, by ourselves in our free time is a lot less than if we lived most anywhere else in the United States. So that's an advantage. And um, for what we do, we do everything online over the phone and everything like that. So we don't really meet our customers in person or anything. So... um, I could be doing this exact same thing in Florida making my same margins and it would take me twice as long to be able to quit my job because of the cost of living. So um, Mm -hmm. maybe Florida's a bad example because they don't have state income tax, but you know what I'm saying.
0: Um, Well, then if you don't mind circling back then, because I think we're going to be getting close to about the end, Mm -hmm. um, do... Do you want to give a little bit more detail about the two topics that you mentioned earlier in the episode, the banking and the land, just to
1: yeah, real
0: to give a little bit more of a broad overview, yeah, of like how how we are using those ideally to quit our jobs.
1: So real again, real broad strokes because we'll get into each one of these in depth. Not only probably each in their own episode, but they're the things we'll probably make reference to the most so um ibc infinite banking concept um was created by uh nelson r nash in his book uh, becoming your own banker um basically that's a way to build a, a pool of wealth um to draw from that has honor un- in- excuse me un- uninterrupted Fine. Well, <laughs> you're the editor, so yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess you can decide. Okay. <laughs>
1: it's, a, it's a place you can keep your money. It's basically, although it has a lot of features of investment, uh, it's not an investment in itself. In and of itself, it's more uh, an alternative to a bank. So it's where you can keep as much as your money as possible, and it has uninterrupted compounding interest. And you can take a loan from there at any point to fund other investments. Uh, that's thousand, thousand mile view of that. Um, thousand foot view is, is probably the I've same. I've never
0: heard that expression ever. <laughs> I was just going to let you go with
1: it. So. <laughs> uh, and then that is basically our funding mechanism. So we don't take commercial loans for, I mean, ideally for anything, uh, including cars, trips houses somewhere down the line possibly yeah.
0: so we pay into it every month and as it builds up it grows right and then we can borrow against it but yeah. when we pay it back we're paying ourselves back right which
1: okay you know, save it, it okay sorry sorry <laughs> yeah. anyway okay uh and then and then the land uh our real estate business we is just
0: killed a whole episode <laughs> quick
1: thanks <laughs> um so the land business our, our real estate business is a land business um basically a real quick overview of that is we um find counties uh this is inspired by um there's 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 two really popular podcasts that if you listen or if you, you like this idea you can look into um one uh, one is now it's now it's Stephen Jill, it used to be Jack and Jill. And I wonder if they ran into like proprietary legal issues or something with that. But, um, S- Stephen Butala and his wife, um, they, they have a podcast called Le- the land Academy. And then Mark Podolsky is the one that I started listening to initially. And I heard him from other podcasts and he has a podcast called, um, the art of passive income and, uh, his program is called the land geek. Um, and that is where I've learned most of my stuff. That's where I've met most of my people. Um, so if you're looking for more information, I suggest those two podcasts, but, um, so basically the idea is you look for counties that show certain characteristics. Um, some counties are good and some are not for this, for this business.
0: So a lot of people are surprised to know we don't do this in the town we live in.
1: But, right yeah
0: it's just not good for it
1: but right yeah. we'll, we'll get in more
0: detail
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you've you've you find a county you basically you send a bunch of letters to people there and after you research to find out what you think the retail value of the land is and you offer a certain percentage of it and you'll get a lot of angry phone calls but eventually you'll get some people who will say yes you will make the transaction you'll buy a piece of land and then you'll remarket it using mostly free resources like facebook and craigslist to remarket them at closer to retail value so that's that really broad strokes overview um those are our two main focuses that we pay the most attention to we have other things i have other investments i try i do not have a 401k or, a, or an ira anymore and i talk more about that in the future as well but um so that's what we are doing that's that's Our current strategy, it might change even during the course of this podcast, but um, we're using these things to try to gain financial independence. And if that's something you're interested in, then uh, keep listening, come with us on the journey. Yes. So um, thanks for being a part of our first episode and we hope to see you for the next one.